on today's show, KB and I are joined by Olivia, one of my friends from back in the day. We're going to be catching up, and her and Izzy Starr from Sweet Babylon check out their music. Great local band. We're going to be playing some of their tunes, sweetbabylon.bandcamp.com. But while we're all in the studio, we're also going to be discussing our favorite Marvel Cinematic Movies in the final countdown. And then speaking of Marvel movies, we're going to be also giving you a news piece about Stan Lee. Exactly which cameo is his favorite of all the Marvel movies. All of that and much, much more on this edition of Free Your Geek. By the power of Grayskull. And welcome to another episode of Free Your Geek. KB, what's up? Not much, brother. Yeah, man. Uh, you you got here late today. You stopped by some Burger King. Yeah. Making me jealous. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's, it's good when you haven't eaten all day. What, what do you end up getting? Double cheeseburger, uh, chicken nuggets, dollar forty nine. You can't go wrong, man. That's that's cheap. Yeah, that's cheap. Yeah. Good stuff. We, we shout out to Burger King. We're trying to get sponsors. Yeah. Let's get some money in here. <laughs> All right, we have two. Um, I, I just want to get right into it. Like I was going to ask you how things are going, but we have important guests here. Um, so I want to kind of just before I even introduce them, I want to plug this awesome band, Sweet Babylon. You have to go to their Bandcamp, SweetBabylon.bandcamp.com. We have the bass player. Izzy. Hey, what's up, man? And we have Liv. Hi. Hi. Uh, so let's just, uh, just why not just quickly introduce yourselves, um, you know, how, how long, uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about, romantically? Four years. Four years. Four years. So, so we, have a, we have a couple of, uh, literally a couple of geeks <laughs> in, in studio today, which is kind of cool. So four years together, um, their band, uh, or Izzy plays in the band. Liv, I'm sure you you do a lot to help the band out and whatnot too. Yeah, support so, merchandise. I love it. Stuff. I love it. Good, good. Um, so let's let's just get a little bit into some background stuff, and we'll go. Um, we'll start with the basics. Uh, Liv, I I mentioned, and you guys will hear this on the podcast. I kind of shout you. Out. I've known you for a while. Mm-hmm. I've known you since since you were probably about 16 years old, 16, 17. Mm-hmm. Maybe even 14. Okay, so uh, see, time flies. Yeah. Time flies. I've known for you for while. for for a while. Uh, you used to do uh, some hip hop dancing. You were actually one of the teachers I at my uh, yeah. my best friend's school. Mm-hmm. Uh, the school is no longer operational, but uh, are you still doing anything with that? Or are you kind of just? Uh, no, actually, I I maybe danced for a year or two after the studio closed, and then I uh, went into college, and then no, it's kind of it. So it's kind of more more of a hobby. You enjoyed doing it. Yeah, I loved doing it. It was it kind of came down to the decision of. Uh, moving and pursuing dancing or staying home and, and starting a career. Well, one of the things I really liked about and what your career, uh, speaking of, what, what are you what are you doing? I'm a, a, a daycare teacher. I'm a preschool teacher. And I was going to mention that because <laughs> what I love is you, as a teacher back in the studio days, you were actually teaching a lot of the, the younger kids. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of... It was kind of like a, uh, a prerequisite to, to teach dance <laughs> exactly. before going. To, so 
yeah, it's kind of like a good good uh, career building it experience. It is. It's on my resume. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> um, and then I just want to ask, how did like the sweet Babylon thing is he get started? Like, how how long have you guys known each other? And well, I've known them since college, so that's like a, about four or five years now. Um, I wasn't an original member of the band. It was more like um, Kyle had Kyle and Lenny had started another band. That didn't work out, so then Kyle started another band, which is now Sweet Babylon, and then those two members didn't work out, so then I joined, and then Lenny came back, and <laughs> it was just, it was like, the best way I can relate it is like when Blink-182 had their first drummer, and then Travis Barker came into the picture, and it made them who they are, mm. that's what Lenny brought to the table with that. Excellent, excellent. So you've, you've been going on for four or five years now? Be Five years in November. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, we're gonna play. We're gonna play some new stuff or some current stuff from your current album. We're gonna throw at the end of the episode. We'll do a throwback um, to your first album. So that's pretty cool. So other than and obviously we're gonna be talking about comic books and superheroes and and whatnot. But for the two of you, what else do you really geek out over? What are some of your passions? Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Je- no. Jesus. <laughs> uh, no, I mostly focus on comic books and you know movies and stuff like that. The, I don't really have much free time other than work, so I just, I mean, really all I can think of is maybe old-time movies. I'm really a big Audrey Hepburn and uh, Lucille Ball fan, so that's kind of what I do. So do you watch, like, any old episodes of I Love Lucy? Every single night. That's awesome. <laughs> do you have, like, a DVD collection, or is it, like, or do you collection. know, like, exactly what time of day on what no, channel? Okay. I have the whole collection, started from, you know... First episode, first season, the last episode, last season. So start all over. Again. I'm not gonna ask you. Does she know? Does she know these episodes so well that she'll actually recite the the lines oh, from yeah. them? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Like that's that's a cool thing. Like I do the same thing. Not to. I, well, I was gonna say not to geek out, but it's a freaking podcast. <laughs> it's my my podcast about free and your geek. But Lord of the Rings. When the Lord of the Rings movies come on, I can start like reciting that from mm-hmm. by, like verbatim. Um, so that's cool. I love that old old movies old and, and movies. how about you, Izzy? I mean, you so much. Yeah, I I, I gotta <laughs> so say, much. I gotta just say before before you even get into that, um, just to kind of give the listeners uh, an idea of what they're in. Izzy looks like he's got the facial hair of a Wyatt family member <laughs> from the WWE. If you if you're a fan of the the Wyatt family from WWE. He's got he's got the beard. He's got the beard. He's got he's got the tats like Randy Orton, and he's got a macho man shirt. This this dude is like my soulmate right here. <laughs> and and then Liv has on a really cool and I don't even know how to describe it. what what type of characters like what anim, like animation or is it just like I always described it as like my baby Avengers. Baby Avengers, yeah. She she's got I see Thor, Iron Man, Cap, Venom, yeah. Wolverine, Hulk. Silver Surfer, Spidey, and the Thing. So it's like almost like a Brady Bunch version. <laughs> exactly. uh, it's like the ni- the nine windows with the different faces looking at you, but they're all like almost like pop vinyl baby figures. And mm-hmm. so they they came dressed for this. <laughs> I love. And I, I got I got on my Civil War shirt, my T shirt. And KB's got his slacks and a button down, <laughs> but he just came from work. So you know we 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 got to give him props for that. But uh, yeah, so Izzy, just to go back, what are you? Um, some of the things, just uh, what do you geek out about? A mixture of things: uh, video games, cosplaying, wrestling, comic books, movies, music. Uh, I'm a bit of a collector of a lot of things too, so it's like that coexists with that. So it's just just a bunch. I'm just a ball of everything. So out of your your collection, so things you collect, what's one of your favorite pieces in this collection? Ooh. Uh, it depends on the collection. Like I have uh, vinyl collections, pop vinyl collections, video game collections, and uh, DVD. What do you What do you plan as for a system on video games? <laughs> what What? An, what, what <laughs> All right. So you not, wait, maybe wait, okay. So you, not, not only you so might much. not only are you my soulmate. I think you might be KV's soulmate as well. Because <laughs> yeah, he's got, I'm the video game knowledge on the show. Yeah, he's he's yeah. the he's the geek for the video games. But uh, 
What was the last good video game you really played? Uh, current age, I'd say anything. There's a few games on Xbox One that's really good. Uh, I just finished Assassin's Creed uh, Syndicate. That was really good. But I'm always a sucker for what I grew up with, so I'll venture off to my 64 and play like Conker's Bad Fur Day or Mario Party, stuff like that, or you know anything like that. You need to check out last week's episode when KB went on his rant. We played the, what was that theme? Was the Mario World theme? Yep. With the, oh, uh, yeah, 10 minute lo- looped Mario World theme. <laughs> Super he, Mario World, yeah. Yeah, Super Mario World where he's screaming at the top of his lungs how much he hates Batman versus Superman. <laughs> and, and we had a little Mortal Kombat. Yeah, little, yeah. so we basically took some, some Mario and added some, yeah, some so. uh, Scorpion. I was on fire, man. Yeah. I, I got a lot of shit off my how, chest. But, yeah, speaking of, did you go to the doctors afterwards? How's your blood pressure? <laughs> it's all right. Oh, okay, we're good. We're good. Yeah. So, okay, so that's cool. So you're you're kind of like a uh, jack of all trades for geekiness. A Renaissance. Man I I love it. I love it. And you say you do cosplay. Yes. You do, okay. See, this is gonna be. We're gonna do, be doing a cosplay and, uh, episode. Kyle from yeah. from the band. He also we do we have a cosplay team. We're called Mister Cosplay. Okay. And uh, that's a quick plug there. Nice. Uh, but uh, yeah, we just we just go to comedy just for fun. There's nothing to try to get get out of it. It's just all for fun, man. Excellent, excellent. So you're gonna be doing. I'm assuming the, the this year. I'm I'm actually. And I'll, I'll tell this on air. I'm very much thinking of doing a costume. I bought a very similar looking jacket. If you could, do, you guys watch The Flash on the CW? Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. You guys are my soulmates. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm gonna try to do Captain Cold. I bought I bought the yeah. blue jacket. Yes. Okay. I bought I went onto this website, a motorcycle website, and I got blue tinted goggles. Oh, so now I and then I bought a I just I was trying to find a similar looking either a nerf gun or a super soaker and then I'm gonna mm-hmm. spray paint it gray. Best like a dark gray. Oh. And I'm I'm just hoping problem is I don't grow much hair on the top <laughs> of my head. So I might just have to do like a skull cap and do like a uh, spray paint like a grayish type of color. Do the too. old, do the old comic version, man. The whole, the whole blue suit Ooh. with the white frost on it. Maybe I could do like a, like with a composite. Like yeah, a, yeah. With the parka yeah. hood. You don't have to wear anything with the white shades with the little slits. Ooh, that right might work then. too. See, this guy's giving me ideas, KB. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we, I have a buddy of mine that um, basically she handles a lot of these celebrities that come to the Rhode Island Comic Con. I awesome. used to work with her years ago. I'm trying to get her on the show eventually too, but. Um, yeah, I, I, I volunteered last year at Rhode Island Comic Con. I'll, I'll tell you guys off air how that is because I don't want to bash it. But um, it was it was fun though. It was fun. Uh, but getting back to this because I really want to like get some from a. I'm not musically inclined at all. I'll be straight out and say that. Like I would love to be able to play some type of instrument, but I have like old man arthritis hands. <laughs> um, so the best thing I can do is play a kazoo. Edge and Christian <laughs> shout out. Yes. Um, but I just want to know uh, Izzy from your side. I'm sure you've played tons of shows locally and whatnot. Do you ever have any crazy stories or crazy experiences uh, playing a particular show? Crazy stories? Uh, let's see. I think there was this one guy. We did a show in Providence, and this guy, I don't know if he was just like out of his mind or homeless or what, but he kept like finding random objects and finding us and trying to sell us those random oh, objects. God, that guy. And then he wanted to trade us like, all right, man, I got this umbrella. Just give me 50 cents. And then, like, he'd go off, buy a slice of pizza, and come back. He's like, yeah, I need I another 50 cents. <laughs> you want to buy this water bottle? We're like, no, man. You can, like, leave us alone. So was he tweaking? Or was I he? Don't know we have no idea. We just kept finding stuff. all these random stuff. And yeah. then we got concerned. Like, did he steal all this stuff from yeah. other people? Like, we didn't know what was going on. He's like a pickpocket trying to, like, <laughs> yeah. do some quick turnover at your show. I love it. And the craziest um, show would probably be uh, last April we got to play at Lupo's for Badfish. And that was, like, the mecca for what we've been, like, working to do all last year. And to combinate that with the second album release, it was just like, like harmony. That's awesome. That's awesome. So uh, would I say that Lupo's would be probably your favorite place that you've played so far? So far. 
I, I stress so far because there's still a lot of places that we want to control and, and, and make on. But, you know, it, it all depends on, on the people. So like Sweet Babylon, we can play some awesome places. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I, and I haven't I haven't unleashed this yet on KB. Uh, I brought some business cards that I'm going to show you after okay. we're done. And uh, KB, KB might have some hookup. And we'll talk about that later, too. Cool. Um, but, yeah, like I, w- I really want to get this show out there. Um, I want to spread the word about your band because, like I said, I – I've listened to your albums. I've downloaded. I've been to the Bandcamp uh, page. I've, I love it. I've bought both albums. I, I just, I love. I just want to know which ones you wanted to play. Well, so um, we're gonna start off and actually go into that right now. We're gonna play a song called Superstar. <laughs> Thank you. 
was the song Superstar from Sweet Babylon's album Ideal Personality. Uh, that was the newest album that's out right now. Yes. Um, so again, I'm going to be plugging it like every segment, but go to their Bandcamp. It's sweetbabylon.bandcamp.com. They have a Facebook page. Go on that Facebook page. Like that page. Um, you know, the band is really cool. It's, it's, what do you, and we're going to get to live. And I know I told you we'd get to you yeah, in a second, fine. but I just want to kind of ask too, cause it just popped in my head more of your musical influences. Like you have a very like good, different sound from a lot of bands. Um, so like who are some of just your musical in- influences personally? Like- I wrote it down cause I had the list <laughs> and I wrote down people. Um, so it, it all depends on like the music, but for the most part, I'll just name a few off. It's like, uh, like queen, uh, sublime, blue queen, Two. Um, meatloaf, just like I like a like I like the weirder stuff because that's what stands out to me. So I like to make that a part of like our songs, trying to stand out more than other songs. So like my influences towards like like Jim Morrison, The Doors, like he was doing his own thing, but people loved like, right. like what he was doing. So like stuff like that. Awesome, that's cool. Yeah, and, and you're absolutely right. Like it's st- it's good music, but it's not exactly what you'd necessarily turn on the radio and, right. and hear. So that makes you stand out more, or the band stand out more. Um, so that's awesome. So yeah, go on the go on their Bandcamp page, download their their stuff. It, it's awesome. It's an awesome album. They're, even their old album, uh, Life Is a Zoo. Is that is that correct? Zoo, yeah. That we're gonna be playing a song at the end of the podcast with that, and it's probably my favorite song that they've done. Um, and I, I heard that's gonna pop somebody else in, in the band. So to know what the song. Is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that being said, just I want to switch gears a little bit and go over to live and talk a little bit more uh, comic book stuff. I just want to take out my little notepad here. Um, so Izzy kind of told us some of his musical influences uh, mm-hmm. bes- besides Sweet Babylon. Obviously, that's the greatest rock fan in the world, too. Oh, yeah. Jesus. They're my favorite. Think we suck. But, <laughs> and, and I know you came, you did a little hip-hop dance, so that's why I was just more curious. Like, where are your musical tastes right now since you did kind of dance with more of a hip-hop? I d- yeah, I kind of, I, I guess I can pat myself on the back and say that I have a more eclectic taste for music, especially now that I've met Izzy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, I did. I'd, sp- I'd, I'd spent a lot of my childhood listening to like R&B and hip hop and what was on the radio. Um, and when I was dancing, that was like pretty much all I listened to. Um, and then, I, you know, I started listening to some more local bands, some indie stuff. And, you know, Izzy introduced me back into ska music, which I didn't realize Sky's I knew. Dead. Yeah. You know, dead. it was one of those things where I didn't know that's what that kind of music was called. Um yeah, I kind of listen to a little bit of everything. I like you said, I'm really into Queen. That's something that was part of my childhood. It was something I listened to every All single right, day. So you're both Queen fans. Queen yeah. favorite Queen song. <laughs> oh, oh my Jesus. god! This is gonna take the rest of the podcast. Yeah. To, and I don't think they do again. I don't want to go back to the same joke, but I don't think they did a song called Jesus. <laughs> I know, and that's my word. Um, favorite mainstream song, I would have to say, would probably be "Somebody to Love" or "Bohemian mm. Rhapsody." Yeah, that's uh, everybody's favorite. Favorite, if you know the band, other than what they play on the radio, for me is uh, "Keep Yourself Alive." Yeah, and um, uh, "Tear It Up." I was gonna say, KB, are you a Queen fan at all? A little bit. Yeah, what do you? Bit. What do you? Uh, fat Bottom Girls. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, <laughs> Love Fat Bottom Girls. That's, that's like actually the, the Whatever Bro podcast. Actual fat Bottom Girls. <laughs> Both. Both. Okay, that works. <laughs> I like uh, the Bicycle song. Yeah. That's that's bicycle is fun. It's it's a chill song. I like it. Um, and then so live besides music now, and we this is how I thought of you initially for from the podcast is I saw uh, I was looking up for friends of mine that I know that would be kinda into like this nerdy shit, this geek shit, and mm-hmm. I was like, You have a Harley Quinn picture on your Facebook. I do. And you're a big Harley Quinn fan. Obviously, I think Harley Quinn's kinda like the ultimate 
like comic character for females. I think you know. She, yeah, I, I feel like a lot of girls can relate to her. And 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 why? How so? How well, so? Well, I, I mean, for me personally, it's not just about some badass girl that finally gets some recognition and is popular. Now it's more like uh, she's somebody that I kind of want to be like her personality, just not really giving a shit, and you know focusing on herself she's more of a hopeless romantic especially when it comes to the joker and that's kind of me i always describe izzy as my little joker (laughs) (laughs) but in reality i'm the riddler but in reality you're more like the riddler um and it's i don't know i just well i I think it's interesting too because like we we talked about this last week so it's 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 fun uh if you go back and listen to our last episode our arkham unleashed episode riddler was my number one pick on my yeah, countdown because I, I love the Riddler. Sure. Um, so, but Harley Quinn was not on my list, and I'll tell you why. I just got to look. <laughs> I just got to look right now, um, and I'll tell you why because I see her more more now as not necessarily a Batman villain, but more of an antihero. She's kind of replaced. Right. She's the Deadpool of of DC. of DC. And I think you know from where she started out, and she started out from the greatest cartoon of all time, Batman the Animated Series. She started out mm-hmm. and became super popular from there. Mm-hmm. And basically, she's she resonates somehow. And I, maybe as as a dude, I don't get you it don't as much. <laughs> like no, but I mean, like she connects to a lot of girls. Like you know, I think DC tries to put out like Wonder Woman or or you know right. something along those lines. And it's like, who else do they really have? Um, for like a, a female, and I think Harley Quinn is kind of like right, an actual woman, and she's got her flaws. She's exactly. got like you know, the, the she's sh- not some perfect Amazonian woman who can do right. no wrong. And she, she, right. she also seems to have you know the, the how do I say it? Like she's smart and stupid at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. well, like she reads some issues yeah. and she and she's a flake, and, and you have other yeah. issues. And I she's think I think she's the doctor. Right. Yeah. Well, I think I think that's the thing. I think a lot of it is she is a ditzy person, but she's smart. She's smart. She's and smart. she's also kind of heroin villain. Right, right. So it's for everything else. Yeah. Exactly. She was a doctor. Exactly. Yeah. And the Joker twisted her mind. So mm-hmm. that's the that's the thing. Maybe she's just, you know, based off the Maybe way. maybe a lot of women can relate to, you know, that that love for somebody when a, a man gets in their head. So me. <laughs> are you trying to start a fight, KB? No, no, no. I'm not trying to start a fight. I'm yeah, just, you so know. that's that's just the reason. And I was just saying uh what through on the superstar was playing over there, I, I was telling Liv, I said I'll go into Newberry Comics. I'll go into like, you know, FYE or whatever, and I'll see some like Harley Quinn thing, like this new product. I'm like, I need to send this to her because <laughs> I, w- I want to know if she's got this um, because it's, it's just so cool. Um, and um, I actually had something for you and I left it at home because um, um, I'm an idiot, but I brought I brought two consolation prizes for you guys on the Sweet. way out. Um, so that's the new thing we're going to do, by the way, KB. Uh, we're going to be giving our guests when they come in. We're going to give them door prizes. Cool. Okay. Awesome. Um, Target, thank you very much for your dollar, <laughs> yeah. dollar oh, shelves. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, Love me some Target. Yeah. Uh, sponsor, <laughs> Target sponsor. Yeah, that's what we get. We're trying to get some sponsors, man. But uh, KB, uh, you have a piece of industry news, don't you? Do you want, do you want to get into that? Uh, no. <laughs> you don't. You don't. So you want to talk to Liv some more, or do, or do you want to yeah, get into? Talk, talk a little okay, more. Okay, let's talk. You're gonna pull it up. Okay, KB is yeah. gonna pull it up. All right. Um. So that that's the thing. So are are you now being a Harley Quinn fan? Um. And you are you more DC or Marvel? Actually, both of you. Do you have Do you have a preference? Probably DC. Uh, DC for villains. Maybe Marvel for heroes. Okay, I that's like cool. I, I feel like Marvel's heroes are more entertaining to me. Obviously, outside of Batman, Batman's always entertaining. Batman's the best. Batman's the best, but I feel like hero-wise, a DC doesn't really capture my Hashtag attention as Superman much. Sucks. Ooh, <laughs> battle lines being drawn. Oh, I don't care. 
Like I have a Batman tattoo because like that's my allegiance. I have four I different Batman wings on it. Cause oh, and I saw I saw the X Men. Yeah, X Men. Yeah, that's man. awesome. The, the Riddler's covered. on this side. That's fantastic. Over there, I'm like, that's fantastic. There's no, there's no, there's no pull between DC and Marvel. See, like, I, Superman I, sucks. I'm a huge <laughs> like me growing up. Uh, I was born in the '80s, growing up in there, like being like a young kid in the '90s though, like. X-Men the animated series and Batman the animated series that's what kind of molded yeah. me like yeah. I'm super into DC when the new 52 launched I was like I'm on Stoked. board yeah. because I don't have to worry about all this continuity like Batman was always like my go to but it's like to try to catch up like the Flash now TV show wise Flash is the greatest superhero in my opinion yeah. Flash is the greatest superhero TV show on right now yep. um, we don't like Arrow you don't no. okay no. okay um, we so we tried two seasons and we're like I can't get it I but Flash was like Episode two, we were hooked on it. Okay, so now do you, uh, serious question here. When they have crossovers, are you going to go watch Arrow when those crossovers no. happen? Okay, so you're going <laughs> to sleep We have a friend no, who will just, he's Lenny. very much, yeah, Lenny, the, the drummer for Sweet Babylon. He um, he fills us in on what we need to know to understand the episode, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys saw what, season one and season two of Arrow? Mm-hmm. And then it was just. And, then it was, and that's interesting because, and, and I don't want to sound negative here, but. I think season one and season two are the strongest so far, which is which then you guys are and and I think I think what happened is they tried to make it too much like the Nolan Batman universe. And and that's and that and that's not necessarily green arrow in the conventional sense in the comic books, Mm -hmm. but you know, they're they're trying something and you know, I can't hate on it because then it launched the world for the flash, it launched the world for Legends of Tomorrow. Right. Supergirls coming over. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't wanna necessarily spoil the flash because I don't know if KB's caught up to it yet, but that season finale was amazing. Um, I'm actually going not this weekend, but I think two weekends from now. The first weekend in July, I'm going to Secaucus, New Jersey. Stephen Amell does a, a hero and villain fan fest. Oh, yeah. So it's gonna be. I'm gonna be going to that. I'm gonna be driving down with a couple of friends that love that. Um, awesome. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Kind of gonna be super jealous. <laughs> recap the experience here. I well, I paid. I paid like 200 bucks for the oh, tickets. So, uh, you know, and then. Luckily, I used to travel for work, so I get all my hotel points, and I just oh, get, to get to stay at a hotel for free. So that's, that's kind of cool. fun. Makes up for it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's it's a, it's a cool thing. Um, I like Legends too. Legends are good. Is good. Legends is good. We haven't mm-hmm. started Supergirl yet, but we want to. But because um, usually Lenny will recommend a good show, like he recommended Arrow, and then we watched it. We're like, nah. Then Flash came out. I was like, wow, this is a breath of fresh air. Like, yeah. this is mm-hmm. great. And then Legends of Tomorrow was just more of the flash like this is awesome same yeah. kind of feel so yeah, yeah cool. i will say this about supergirl um it give it a couple episodes if you're gonna if you're gonna get into that uh, have you seen the flash crossover episode on supergirl yet, Not yet no. that was amazing <laughs> that was amazing supergirl kind of reminds me and and I don't want to say it's not made for guys per se because it's still enjoyable it depends what type of outlook you have if your outlook is my favorite uh superhero is starfire because she's sexy and she's mm-hmm. skimpy close it's not going to be your thing. If it's it's kind of like superheroes meets almost like the devil wears Prada type of a movie. Um, so it's, <laughs> it's 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 there's a lot of there's a lot of like <laughs> but it's yeah no I think you'll love it. It's yeah. it's very much about a girl power storyline. A lot of guys that are not comfortable with that will be like oh you know it's all going to be about love and she's you know like I want right. to see more dude. No, right. no. Yeah. what do you mean? Like fl- Flash is all that whole episode. Yeah. But, oh, I, I love you so much. Oh, but I can't be with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a whole soap you. opera show. Most of the shows like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, that's that's what comic books really are. Is they're animated, like they're they're drawn soap operas. They're stories, and they have you know all bits and pieces of different. They have action, they have violence, they have character building moments, they have romantic moments. It's going to have each character is going to be flawed 
fail and then learn something for it and that's the storylines that these comic books try to show there's going to be some type of conflict and that conflict is overcome at some point but supergirl started off kind of uh down here i'm putting my hand down low for the listeners <laughs> and it, like toward like the first four or five episodes it started just building and it just it got really really good and now that they're going to integrate it into the cw world i'm super pumped to see what they do with that so definitely check it out that's my recommendation kb are you ready for some industry news now yeah yeah i, mean, right, I, well, well, I gotta play the intro the right, hold on hold on We've only been doing this for six weeks. You yeah, know I know. Right? <laughs> you, you think I would remember the music. All right. Um, so a little piece of industry news, nothing too big. I uh, found this on uh, IGN.com. Um, Stan Lee um, responding to a um, fan on Facebook about um, what his favorite um, comic book movie was. Um, and he said basically it was the first Spider-Man movie because he said that was that was the one that, that started it all. And he said basically after that, the rest of it was easy. So that kind of leads into our our our, our countdown. Our well, countdown yeah, but, today, but before before we yep. get into that, is that what he was saying? Was that his favorite cameo that he was in, or is that no, his favorite? No, movie? No, this was his favorite movie. Oh, okay. His favorite movie. All right. So I I, I misunderstood that yep. when you sent that to me. I thought it was his favorite cameo. No, I think it's. Uh, I read something on IGN as well about uh, his favorite cameo being. Yep. There's uh, another. There was another article. Yeah, it was uh, Deadpool. Yeah. Deadpool yeah. was his favorite. Cameo. That was his favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So far. Interesting. Well, so yep. far, Deadpool. Deadpool was cool. So we all saw Deadpool, and if yep. you haven't, spoilers. But come on, it's been out. It's already yep. out on digital and DVD. So you should have seen it already. But uh, yeah, Jeff that, still buys DVDs. I, I, I do. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Whose show is this? <laughs> um, well, at least you're not wearing your Donald Duck costume. Right, right. Oh, see, he he made a reference to a show we were doing our top ten Family Guy characters, and we made the Family Guy bit where Peter dresses up like Donald Duck, oh, and I he doesn't wear. You do, you. Hey, you're have, you're more than welcome. I have so many. Like, this oh. is a thing. This is a thing with our guests. If the guests have fun and they want to come back and contribute, anytime you guys want to come back, you're going to be friend to the show now, and you can come back whenever you want. Yep. I want to, you know, eventually too. Once we we need to talk to Eric and get more mics in here. Because I want to have entirely the, the entire band, Sweet Babylon, in here at hey, one man, point. If you want us to do a live show, I too, would love man. to do that. Go. I would love to. Do, as we're growing this podcast, we're getting more listeners. That's 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 what I want to do. I want to like get people in here that to like show what they are passionate and what they yep. geek out about, and that I think that would be fun. But this kind of leads to just a quick idea that I had. Favorite cameo, uh, Stanley cameo so far that you you've had. So Deadpool is his favorite. Uh, not KB's, but Stan Lee's favorite yeah. was Deadpool. Do you have a particular favorite? Why does everybody look at me first? Because <laughs> you're the lady. The lady because, first. because even though we're geeks, we're all gentlemen. And oh, well, jeez. You caught me off guard. All right, I'm like playing I'll, go, I'm I'll like, go first. Yeah, I'll go first. Just to kind of break the ice here. Uh, I really, really liked him as Hugh Hefner in, in the Iron Man movie. That I thought yeah, that was kind of funny. That was a good one. Um, and, you know, spoilers, for, I'm wearing a Civil War shirt, but his cameo in the Captain America Civil War I thought was hilarious too. So, but my personal favorite was probably him as Hugh Hefner. So that's that's mine. Mm. KB, I'll let you go uh, in there too. Ultron, when he's, he's dr- when he's drinking when he's and, and yeah. Thor's like, "You can't handle this." He's like, oh, I can handle this drink, and he's like, <laughs> "I said Celsius." <laughs> <laughs> I thought that one, it was it was probably one of the shorter ones, but it was, right, yeah, it's, it, was really it was it was a good gag. Yeah, it was a good, good gag. gag. Oh, okay, me again. <laughs> Jesus, I don't. Know, I would probably say like the one that comes to mind is the Deadpool one. That's the one that caught me off guard that I wasn't expecting it to be him. <laughs> he, he's then, the like, DJ in the yeah. strip club, <laughs> and it kind of just made me 
laugh the hardest. All the other ones, I was just kind of like, oh, okay, there he is. Sweet. Found Waldo. I liked, uh, <laughs> I liked both the Amazing Spider-Man ones. The first one when he, the first one he's uh, fighting the lizard, and he's just a guy with headphones on cleaning, and he's not even noticing <laughs> that they're tearing up the whole school. And the second one, Peter comes in because he has to change for graduation. He throws in his bag. He's like, what the? Oh, and he pulls out the mask. And he's like, oh. That's, I think that was really cool because it was like, that's what he worked on. So yeah. like that's a that's like a favorite to that, I think. Good stuff. Yeah, those, he all of his cameos yeah. are great. I, I mean. They're refreshing. It, yeah, yeah. It's, well, kind of like paying homage to him and mm-hmm. whatnot. I think that's cool. Um, we're going to go into a break, though, right now. And uh, we're going to play another song from Ideal Personality. And this is called Overworked and Underpaid. Be right back. Shit. 
Uh, that is Overworked and Underpaid, Off Ideal Personality. That was released in 2015. That is on their Bandcamp page. And I'm talking very slow because I want you to go to this page. I'm going to keep plugging it. And I'm going to plug it again at the end of the show. But it's sweetbabylon.bandcamp.com. Go there. Download their stuff. It's awesome. KB, uh, you ready? You ready for this? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? I think it's uh, time to get into our my favorite portion of the podcast. We call it The Final Countdown. And the song goes a little something like this. It's the The final countdown. So this is where we go through and we rank our favorites. And today's topic is our top three Marvel Cinematic Universe. So this eliminates the X-Men. It eliminates Deadpool. It eliminates uh, Daredevil with uh, Batfleck all those years ago. Yeah. Uh, we don't even want to talk about Fantastic Four. No. That, that would be like, that'll be on another list later on. <laughs> um, but yeah, so these are going to be the Marvel-specific studios films that they put out. And the way it works is we're going to start with our honorable mentions. We're going to go around the room and we're going to list our honorable mention and then we'll go from guests to KB to me and then we'll start at number three to two to one and then from there we're going to wrap it up, say goodbye and plug all our stuff. So without further ado, uh, Izzy, your first honorable mention? Honorable mention would have to be Ant-Man. Because I was, I was, I didn't really know much about Ant-Man so... I like that sometimes because I have no agenda going into the movie, so I can just sit down and enjoy it and judge it 100%. And I watched it, and I was like, wow, this is really good. And Paul Rudd is really hysterical. So I thought it was really – at first I was like, oh, man, Paul Rudd's going to be a superhero. I don't know how I feel about that. And then I saw it, I was like, wow, he did a really good job. Now, with with Ant-Man, um, there's an article out there, and we'll, I'll probably put it into a future podcast, and we'll talk about it. But the Thomas the Train bit, yes, yes. they had to get specific – instructions on what because Tom, they were going to be using Thomas the licensing people whoever owns Thomas the train the, the the rights and all that said it can't show hurting anybody it can't show this it can't yeah. show that and it had to be very specific to use but it's one of the best gags <laughs> in the movie um, I love Michael Pena in that movie uh, Ant-Man's not on my list um, so that's why I'm kind of talking about it real quick but Michael Pena um, as his buddy the you know, I heard it from a man who yeah. heard it from this guy <laughs> hilarious and it's really the, it's a really unique Marvel movie kind of like what you were saying before about like your music it's different from the norm each Marvel flick has its own kind of identity and that was kind of like a heist flick and it was a heist flick with a superhero twist and I thought that was really really cool mm-hmm. so great honorable mention on to live uh, my honorable mention would probably have to be the first Thor I can feel Izzy's eyes burning right now oh so we have we have ooh, lovers lovers spat right yeah here. i don't know Th- thor is his man and I, I like me some thor but i don't know the first thor didn't really it was great but it was just my own it, j- it, just, it doesn't quite reach the, the it top doesn't for you make it. And, and what what was uh what was your favorite part of the the thor movie the first movie do you have a favorite scene or, or a character um oh god i can't remember her name but um well, who did she play, Jane, or was it Cat no. Dennings? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Kat Dennings. I love her for everything, even though I can't remember her name. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought she was fantastic. What, she, what was her name? Marcy? I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, it's like Marcy. something. It was yeah. Uh, she's she's funny, and that, that's why I think I think 
she was great in Thor 1. Um, I don't know about Thor 2. I think they maybe used her a little too much. That's just my personal taste. But, yeah, she's very funny. She's very mm-hmm. deadpan. Exactly. And she's great. Um, so, yeah, my, my favorite little nod to that in Thor is uh, where Jane hands uh, Thor the lab coat, and it says Donald Blake, and I love that little aside there. So, yeah, that's actually really, really good. KB, what's your honorable mention? Deadpool. Okay. You, you, <laughs> you ignore the rules of combat. I just said Marvel Cinematic Universe is but that... Is it, but, I, see, I kind of consider it, though. <sighs> it's so much better than all of the other movies. It, it is, but at the same time, you do realize that this is only a temporary gig being a co-host. I can yeah. fire you. Yeah. Like, I, lo- I, I just... Look, nah, I just, I'm just I try to sneak it in there. Okay, no, you, that's okay. Okay, so, you know what? We'll, we'll make... Because it's KB... <laughs> Go for it. Give me some reasons for Deadpool. Um, Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds finally found the role for him. Mm-hmm. He's an actor that I always kind of liked in, in movies, but he never could, you know, that god-awful Green Lantern movie, right. um, things like that. So he finally found the role that, that, that fits him really well. And um, uh, Jeff, I know you know the actress's name. I think the, is it the girl from Gotham that plays yes. his girlfriend? Uh, Marina Bakari. Yes, yes. Like, I, I love her. I love her too. She's she's, she's amazing. She, yeah, she's she's gorgeous, and, and she she did a good job there. Um, and just the the X Men in that movie, I love Colossus. That was the, the best Colossus like, that best I version. That's the Colossus I expect. That's exactly what we said when we saw. It. I was like, yes, I yeah. want I want a yeah. Russian Colossus. Yeah. Exactly. And, and then and then just the breaking of the fourth wall that Deadpool does in that mm-hmm. movie. It's just it's it's so um you know refreshing. So that's why it's you know on my list. Yes, great. Okay, well, now that we get that out of the way, and that's um, that's why I'm glad it's an honorable mention because then, great. Um, (laughs) My honorable mention, and this might surprise people or this might be on somebody else's list, but I'm going to go with the first Avengers movie. Mm. That's my honorable mention. I have some things that I want to say about that. Um, Obviously, it's, you know, Marvel, I think, did it right by introducing all these heroes in their separate movies um, and, you know, tied it all together. Joss Whedon, people are very divisive about him. Either they love him or they hate him. I don't mind him. I mean, I'm a big fan of Angel, Buffy, Firefly, that stuff. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Whedon, and I think he did a really good job kind of balancing the humor. Um, for example, when Thor and Hulk are standing side by side and Hulk just smacks him. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, the really cool thing I like about this, though, is the way it was written. Um, it really set up the dynamic between Cap and Tony. Even back then, before Civil War, they were like kind of butting heads, even in the original Avengers. Um, it brought the Hulk, speaking of the Hulk, back into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They can never do a solo Hulk movie, Don't but as long it. as they... Right. And, and you know, Mark Ruffalo, I think, hit it out of the park. Um, and then the really cool thing is Loki was the main villain. So mm-hmm. I don't know how much you know, KB, but Loki was actually the villain that brought in the comic books the Avengers together in the first place as was well. It? I did not know that. Uh, yeah. So I, I pulled this uh, from uh, like a Marvel database. But yes, when the Loki seeks revenge against his brother Thor... His machinations unwittingly lead teenager Rick Jones to collect Ant-Man, the Wasp, and Iron Man to help Thor and the Hulk, whom Loki used as a pawn. After the group vanquished Loki, Ant-Man stated that the five worked so well together that they should form a team, and the Wasp coined the term the Avengers. Hmm. So that's why that's my honorable mention uh, at uh, the Avengers. Yes. So now we're going to move on to number three, and we're going to go to my left, back to Izzy. Izzy, what is your... Three. Guardians of the Galaxy. Nice, nice. Number three. Yeah. Any specific reasons that you like, hate it? It was another what one it? of those movies where I didn't know much about the, the Guardians, so went into it unbiased and walked out so happy I saw it. Because wa- even if I have like a, like I, I really don't like Superman, as I've already said, hashtag hate Superman. 
Um, <laughs> even though if I don't like it, like I, Batman versus Superman, I, I know I don't like Superman, but I'll still go to see it to see if it can change my mind. I'm so sorry. It's okay. We're, we're still recording. Karate chopping. Is he's practicing? Is practicing his taekwondo in here? Too, so. <laughs> I just thought it was. Superman. He's getting so pumped up. Yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like, I want to just punch Superman right in his stupid I, Kryptonian stupid. face. And then he breaks my hand. And then he, I right. he would have been right. perfect as part of the rant. Yeah, see, that's see, all I well, we'll we'll play the rant off air when uh, we wrap up because I think you'd, you'd enjoy it. But even if I don't like the movie, if I don't know much about it, I'll still give it a chance. That way, I can try to change my mind. And Guardians was one of those things. Walked into it, and Chris Pratt just did ugh, amazing. And everyone loves the soundtrack. I do as well, but yeah. that wasn't what made the movie. The story made the movie. Uh, for me, it was it was uh, it was Chris Pratt. Um, it was actually Ronan, really. And then you got to see Thanos for the first time. It blew me away. I was like, oh, look at him. He looks so great. And then just just all those those ingredients together made it like really really good. So it's my number three. Nice, awesome, live. Uh, the first Avengers is my number three. Ooh, okay. Right now. Yeah, and you touched on a lot of the stuff that I love about it. It was, um, I, I love that it wasn't a movie where we were introduced to everybody in the whole two hours of it, kind of ruining the whole shebang of it. That's another reason why I don't like <laughs> Batman versus Superman. It's just kind of throwing everybody in and saying that they're a team. Um, so I think I, I think they did an amazing job with the Avengers, and I uh, I really enjoyed it. Excellent. KB, number three. Captain America Civil War. <sighs> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, God damn it, you stole mine. Um, this this movie it was just like, it was everything that I expected it and more. Like, I, the the all, all the interactions between all the characters, every character, you know, got their time on the screen, which I mm-hmm. thought would be difficult to do. I mean, even Hawkeye got right. his time, yeah. and, and that was kind of cool and then the way ant-man's introduced and all that and the the uh the fight scene at the airport i mean, it's just it was amazing amazing fight scene um and then just that ultimate the the, the twist at the end with iron man and, and captain america and winter soldier and you know um i'm not gonna go too much into that because i know yeah. jay free likes that part of the well movie. yeah uh, we've already spoiled it on yeah. the first show but yeah go back and listen to the first show i'm not gonna spoil it again yeah so um so yeah so th- i mean that that movie to me was just everything that uh you know i thought it would be in more um, and I just love the way it all came together. It was just perfectly done, and, and, and you know, it wasn't like sitting there for two and a half hours and, and feeling like there was any downtime. I didn't feel like there was any downtime in that movie at all from start to finish, you know, so. It's funny you say that, um, but I have some, something to say about that, too. Okay. But I'll let you. But, uh, but that was my number three. Okay. I think you're you're looking at my list because my number three is also Captain America Civil War. <laughs> this is this is a, a occurrence that happens weekly now. Yeah. That you and I have the same pick at the same spot. Well, you know of, what the funny thing was? Uh, what is it? Go ahead. What's the funny thing? When, when, when we were going to do a longer countdown, my honorable mention was the Avengers first. Nice. Movie, though, so. Well, that was my number four, but then, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. So my, um, anyway, what I want to say about Captain America uh, Civil War, uh, just a couple things. Even though it's named Captain America, I think it's both a Iron Man and Captain mm-hmm. America story. Mm-hmm. Um, so, cause I think it's good cause I can really identify with both sides. Yeah. Like everybody's like, and I, I even said it when the, on our first episode, when we had Joe in here, I said, I was team Iron Man. And he's like, you gotta be shitting me. Why are you team Iron Man? Yeah. I'm like, if you caused all that destruction, and that's going back to, to Superman, that's what I hated about the man of steel. He's just causing all this destruction and blowing shit up and he's knocking a dick, buildings that's down. Right. So it's a like, dick. yeah, it's like, dude, hashtag you, Superman's a dick. See, we're going to be doing hashtags. I'm going to put these <laughs> hashtags in the show notes. Um, but yeah, like. Iron Man has that guilt. He has that guilt of, you know, this is what, and and that to me is very compelling. 
Um, all the different supporting characters, like you said, had a decent uh, amount of screen yeah. time. You know, Ant Man, and that's to what your point uh, lived to with like the Avengers. You already know all these characters, so throwing them all in at once, not that big of a deal. DC, you can learn from this. Um, <laughs> They're doing the opposite, right? But it did it did introduce some great like new characters. And to your point, with some of your your picks, I was never a big Black Panther guy, but I'll be damned if I'm not going to be no, seeing that no, movie. No, exactly. No, we said that was that was a great introduction to yeah. that character. Mm-hmm. Um, Spider Man, and this is kind of a recurring theme with me. I said the Avengers brought Hulk back into the fold. This is bringing Spider-Man back into the fold, yeah. and I can't wait to see Homecoming now. We did a show a couple weeks ago about uh, Michael Keaton possibly playing the Vulture Ooh. in that, and uh, that that was the rumor going around. And I don't know how much. That's what you should. Oh, that could be good too. And I, I, we came up with villains we want to see, and I, I came up with Mysterio that I, I would oh, love to see. I would love to see the longest yeah. time. Yes, yeah. see Soulmates, dude. Oh, yes. um, the airport scene was incredible. And the big thing I really liked about this is we had a, a, a supervillain that didn't die at the end. Baron Zemo didn't die, so he can come back and fuck more shit up. Who knows? So it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. Like I, I really really like that story. Like you said, KB, it, it doesn't drag. Um, the the I went with a couple people, and you know it's a long movie. And a friend of mine, she's like, when am I when when do I go pee? I'm like. There's a funeral scene. That's going to be the best time to go pee because that's the only time where it's kind of like not necessarily too storyline driven. And that scene ain't even that long. Right. It's like it's like a two minute scene. So, yeah, um, that's so that's my number three. Captain America Civil War. On to you with number two, Izzy. Captain America Civil War is my number two. <laughs> oh, dude, we're going we're going in the rounds. All right, let's see what you can add to this conversation. Now. Uh, I like what you said uh, about um, everybody got their own time. The only yeah. person I felt didn't get enough time was Crossbones. I wanted yeah, I, yeah. like they hyped them up, especially with like pop vinyls come out. They always put like a one random yep. in the series. I'm like, oh, Crossbones. I don't know much about you. And then I saw him, and then it was like five minutes, and he was already gone. I'm like, all right, that was cool <laughs> for you. Thanks for joining us, man. Yeah. But no, I really liked it because because um, uh, it was that was one of the first um, stories that I followed as a comic book. So I, that really got me like pumped into it. So I was like, oh man, I can't wait to see this like on the big screen. And like when I saw it, I was like, oh, I couldn't. I went in, no choice, no team. Because I'm Thor in that universe, right. so I'm like, well, I'm not here. It's not my problem. So I'm just gonna watch the <laughs> movie. Enjoy, enjoy it as a, as a bystander. You know, I got Ragnarok to worry about later on. You know what I mean? Like, that's but gonna be awesome. It's just, uh, it was very evenly paced. Uh, I didn't know how I was gonna like the new Spider-Man because uh, Tobey Maguire did great one and two, three was terrible, and then Andrew Garfield, this guy, came out of nowhere and just and made it how it should be. And I'm not sure the new Spider-Man's name, but he came in, took basically all the good aspects of those two Spider-Men and just made it his own. And it was just so much better. Uh, yeah, Tom, Tom Holland is, is the Tom guy. Holland, yeah, okay. he's great. He was great. He did yeah. really good because he's, he's he's a whimsical kid. And like uh, Tobey Maguire was like too old to play it after a while. But Andrew Garfield got that like teenager aspect into it. And then and then he just came in and just made it even more of a kid. And I was like, oh, this is even better than I thought. Yeah. Uh, I like the outweighing of uh of everything and i know there was i i was really like expecting somebody like super major to die like super super major because i know like uh I, I don't remember when but i know like captain america dies at one point in the actual comic book the right Civil War, and right. i was like and when <laughs> when iron man was on top of him just in that whole last scene they're all fighting all that that like triple threat match fight it was just I was like, oh, it's right now. And I was just holding my hand. I'm like, it's going to happen. Kind of like what happened in Star Wars. I'm like, it's going to happen. Like, I, I knew something bad was going to happen. 
and then it just it, it didn't happen. I was like, oh my god, what's what's going on? And then I thought it was gonna be oh well, they could set that up for for next time for Infinity War and stuff. So well, that's what I was gonna say. What, what's happening is Infinity War, so that's oh, why they're not oh, killing yeah. anybody off. And I thought it was gonna be great, man. And yeah. then new characters are good. Black Panther was really good. Uh, see, you're gonna get a little upset, but it's all right. I I personally I don't know what it is, but from Avengers one to now, but Elizabeth Olsen, she just she's just great as Scarlet Witch. I don't know what it is. She's, she's just wifey. That's she's, it. She's just perfect. Yeah. Like I didn't even know much about Scarlet Witch. So I was like, I'm oh my god. Upset. I I don't even care that is about Scarlet Witch. I'm like, yeah, Elizabeth Olsen, you go, girl. It's Michelle go Michelle ahead. Tanner's little sister. Yeah. 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 Hashtag yeah. Olsen. <laughs> so yes, number number two. Number War. two. My number two is probably Guardians. I know, yeah. Just taking, you doing what I'm they're just doing? <laughs> just taking my list and <laughs> flipping it around? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm doing. I'm going to cover it up no. now. <laughs> <laughs> I memorized. Um, no, I, I just I enjoyed that it was a different kind of superhero movie than what we were watching up until that point. There really wasn't the the funny, the whimsical, the goofball kind of hero that kind of just stumbled into, you know, doing things right. I, I really enjoyed Chris Pratt. He's a gorgeous person to look at so <laughs> I didn't mind it and uh, I just thought that just kind of like how Deadpool was you know the one for Ryan Reynolds I think that Guardians and Star-Lord was the one for uh, the, for Chris Pratt and I really enjoyed it and I did enjoy the music and I will admit to that, that that's a major reason why I love it and I was happy to see Batista having work again after yeah, leaving WWE I was like oh yeah. Drex go ahead know? bro we're going to be touching upon all of that in a little bit. <laughs> so, so that's your number two? That's my number two. KB, what you what you got for number two? Captain America Winter Soldier. Mm. All right, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> just stole his list we again. <laughs> and, and I, I'm I, done. Don't look at me. <laughs> you have one more after this. Don't look oh, at me. There's going to be a lot of infighting right now. <laughs> have our own civil war. Uh, Winter Soldier for me, um, it, it was really, really um, just it was a great movie and Everything from start to finish, the, the betrayal of Shield, that that whole mess of you know Hydra being in Shield, and, 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 and it just it just drove the whole movie, mm-hmm. and it drives a lot of the the Marvel Cinematic Universe going forward. It is you know Hydra's involvement and everything. Um, and as Jay Free knows, I'm a huge fan of Agents of Shield. I I watch that show religiously, um, so I like seeing that part. And I, I liked Samuel Jackson in the movie. I, I liked, you know, it was Nick Fury, the, the, the scene with the, um, <coughs> he's in his bulletproof suburban or whatever, and there he's got the machine gun, <laughs> comes AC out. Works, yeah, works. yeah, yeah. It's just, it's, just a, it's just so many moments like that. Uh, when Cap is fighting all the, all the guys in the elevator. Yeah. yeah I'm like, this is that's awesome. Amazing. Like, like there are just scenes like, Maybe it didn't have as much as Civil War, right? But the the, the scenes that were it out had, there were above. It had enough for what it needed yeah. to tell for that story. Yeah, like it had just as much. Yeah, and I always feel like the Captain America movies tell the most story out of all the solo yes. movies. Like you know, the Thor a little bit, the Iron Man a little bit. Well, but he's the leader. He has yeah. to, you know, that's why. So, so like it kind of keeps the Avengers story going with with his movies. Right. I feel more than the others. But uh, yeah, so so that one for me was um, that that was that movie actually. Uh, it made you think for a minute. Yeah. I, I, don't, I believe it's uh, Winter Soldier when it's him and uh, Black Widow and they stumble upon the old Hydra. We, we talked about facility. this. Yeah. Yeah. And that whole, like, one. they went through, like, they've been yep. there for years. Like, the whole, like, sleeper agent thing, that freaked me yep. the hell out. I was like, oh, my God. Well, we talked crazy. about, what was it, the, the twist in Civil War. Yeah, the twist in Civil yes. War was alluded to in the winter, the, that second movie where yeah. they talked yeah. about it. And it was just, in, in a newspaper. You had to piece it yep. together. And I was just like, it was crazy. Yeah, it's awesome. That's my number two. 
Well, to the surprise of no one, Captain America, <laughs> the Winter Soldier is uh, my number two. Uh, I think it's to kind of just add on to what KB said. I'll keep it quick and brief. It's kind of a Tom Clancy feel. Like I said, all the different Marvel movies feel different. Um, this one's more like a thriller and, and mm-hmm. uh, like a, an espionage thing with a comic book background. Um, it introduced the Falcon, who I didn't know much about, and I he's one of my favorite characters now in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Sam Wilson, awesome. Um, like you said, it reset mm-hmm. Agents of Shield. Like I was gonna give up on Agents of Shield because it was starting to bore me after a while. And then they did the twist, and then it brought the level of Agents of Shield up to like eleven yeah. and made that show really, really good. And I haven't looked back since. Um, great character development, not only for the Falcon and introducing him, but the Black Widow. The thing yeah. that bugged me the most is Natasha in the Avengers. She was she was good. Age of Ultron, Ugh. she was resolved and, and brought down to a love interest for the Hulk, and I hate that. And for and for those that this is their first episode listening, I'm a big proponent for getting as many people into comic books, male and female, and I think we need more strong female heroes. And the Black Widow just kicked so much ass yeah. in that movie and in Civil War, and it's just like the the um, the writing and the directing for both of those movies and time both together both together with Black Widow just friggin' amazing. She's she's awesome. And just like showing how badass she can be, and just like doesn't give a shit. Scarlett about Scarlett Johansson's got her, got her down. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I love, I love that characterization. Yeah. So yeah, number two, uh, the Winter Soldier. So we'll go to Izzy. Uh, your number one pick on your left. That's me. Um, <laughs> uh, number one had to be Age of Ultron because Age of Ultron for me was like it. It got me hooked on it more than ever because like I. It, Ultron was everywhere. Like you couldn't get away mm-hmm. from the internet, and then it makes you think how connected everyone is to the internet. Like how often are you on your phone all day? Right. And Ultron could be in your phone and just be like, "Hey, I'm messing you up right now." But like Ultron's watching. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then with uh, with Silver Surfer coming in and and Scarlet Witch coming in, and then the only part of Age of Ultron that I'm like, I wish they either saved and not did at all, or touched more upon was the Red Room. For, uh, yep. for Black Widow, yep. Yep. because we about that. that is like that is heart wrenching that whole story. So for them to just kind of like touch on it just a little bit because she doesn't want to have sex with the Hulk right now is like it's like cheap to me. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> hey, I can't. I have a headache. No, I can't because I'm having bad dreams of my past life, which is a really terrible story. But here's 30 seconds of clip of it. So other than that, I thought Age of Ultron was great, and you got the. Uh, you got the setup for everything else, which they've been doing well in Marvel. But that one really, that was like ground zero for everybody to come in for when they had, when they went to find, I, I forget his name, the man, uh, the, when they try to interrogate the guy who has the, um, uh, oh, the thief from, I oh my God, the, the Australian guy who has the candy, I forget his name. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I can't think, uh, I can't remember his name, but he's, he's a Marvel Right, villain up there, like a not not a Zemo because that was uh, can't remember his name. Oh my god, yeah, now it's contagious. But right. I know we know who you're talking yep. about. We, we all he sets up movie. Black Panther, and then and right. then everyone else sets up each other for that whole movie. And then that just it makes you it doesn't end where it's like oh well that's it like a happy end. It's like no, what's gonna it, it left me waiting for more. And, right, and I love that, and that's exactly what Civil War did too to an extent. But Age of Ultron number one, excellent. Liv, what you got for your number one? Uh, my number one is Captain America, the first Avenger. Uh, yeah, I know. It's Left an, field. It's yeah. an oldie but a goodie, Ooh. I guess, considered now. Uh, it's 
I love that time period. Obviously, I'm very much of an oldie type of person, and it was the first movie that really got me into it. Then, like, you know, I'd seen a couple more. I, I read the comic books. We, you know, had the discussions, and it, it, that was the first movie that I was like, all right, this is something that I'm going to be doing for quite a while now is watching these movies. Um, I, I don't know. I just loved every single aspect of it. I think I think it was pretty cool, like, the way they showed, you know, scrawny Steve Rogers. Yeah. And, and just the fact that even though – and my favorite scene from that, and I, I don't know what yours is, but when they're uh, – I think it's – before he get, it's before he got the the serum, and they're in the field, and they he, uh, what's his name? Tommy uh, Lee Jones. Thank you, Tommy throws Lee Jones. The throws the fake grenade, mm-hmm. in the, and then everybody that he's handpicked runs away, exactly. and scrawny Steve Rogers jumps on it. I'm like, that epitomizes right, his that character. That was a good moment. That was a very good moment. Another one of my favorite moments. They're all like jogging, and they're trying to get the flag down, and he's the only one smart enough. That's I, I don't know. Take out the pin, yeah. 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 Shows that you don't always yeah, have to be dive. hitting things. You have exactly. to be exactly. You don't have to just keep <laughs> punching people and climbing rocks. Because he could do this all day. That's why. <laughs> and I loved how they tied that that line into to Civil War yeah. too. That was yeah. so good, so good. So that's uh, your number one. That's my number one. Okay, KB, hide your list. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be the same thing. Yeah, yeah, we already know. Uh, number one, Guardians of the Galaxy. God, really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Guardians for me, it, it just kind of came out of left field, and you know. What you were, um, Izzy, what you were talking about earlier about, um, you know, it was it was like refreshing to just go into it, not expecting anything and getting all of this out of right. it, you know, um, and all of the the personalities of all the Guardians is it, they just play so well together. Um, I, I think the, the the favorite parts for me is is the Groot in rac- the rocket parts yes. where they're just like. You know, uh, the I am Groot, I am Groot, and they, they're walking to the prison, and Peter's like, um, Star-Lord's like, oh, you know, what, you understand what he's saying, <laughs> you know? And he's like, hey, he only knows those three words, you know? Um, and uh, Groot's always fascinating to me, especially, you know, they, they've, they've put him in comic books now, too, and they mm. try, they did it like a solo. It's like trying to read read into all of that. Right, yeah. Um, but no, it's really good. Um, I Batista as Drax, I yes. thought was just awesome, casted very well. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, Chris Pratt, like you said, Star-Lord, perfect, per- perfect uh, movie. Zoe. Uh, uh, Zoe Zaldana. Zaldana. Yep. She's, She's great. Yep. Per- like anything that she does, I think she does perfect. Great. Um, and I really liked, what was it? The, is it the Nova Corps? Nova Corps, yeah. Yep. Yeah. With, the, with the ships that connect. Yeah, John like, C. I thought, Riley. I just thought that was just really. He was the only weird choice in the whole movie. Yeah. Like, is that John C. Riley? That's crazy. But, but, but from like, Step Brothers? Yeah. But like, oh my God. but like everything in that movie worked because that even worked. Yeah. Like it even worked. It was. So um, I'm really excited for the second one, you know, and, and the music. I know you said like the music wasn't the main selling point for you, but I think a lot it, of people it, like, oh, yeah, and they, that resurrected a lot of songs. But like at the same time, it's like the placement of the music, they used it so within well the movie. was so perfect. Yeah. Like the opening, the opening. Scene, just yeah. with Redbone Jesus. playing, yeah. come and get your love. It's like, yeah. oh, just that whole perfect. scene. He's in his own world. By the way, that movie, I, if I, I, own, I own it now and I can't. Yeah. I have to skip the first chapter because I can't get through him watching his mom die. Like yeah. I can't. I can't do it. like. Yeah. How yeah. are you gonna? St- it's like up. Like, like <laughs> Disney's can't up. It, it can't start it. off a movie. It's like that. It's funny though when I hear that song, you know, and I'm like, I just think of the opening right. yeah. of the movie now. Just him is, kicking yeah. those things. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, this is so much fun. Right. <laughs> you know, it paints a it paints a visual picture. So, yeah, Guardians to me, um, you know, is awesome, and it's also the different perspective of, you know, the uh, Marvel universe as well, because like we've seen all you know the Avengers related stuff, and this was like totally out. Right. the other way so it was awesome 
My number one. It's literally in the galaxy. Yeah. All right. My number one. Can anybody guess? Uh, Ooh. Yes. Ooh. No. I know. Is he? I, I know. It's it's um, Iron Man one. Uh, Iron Man three. <laughs> it no, it's uh, actually that was going to be one of my honorable mentions because that kind of kicked off the whole thing. Sure. But I will. I am also picking uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and everybody that's already picked that has pretty much said all the points. But the one thing that I think that it had going against it, everybody was like, "This is the movie that is going to show that not Mar- Marvel can't shit gold. Like this movie is going to fail because nobody knows." And it turned out it's it's basically Star Wars meets Indiana Jones. Yes. It's it's great. It's great. And it's like you have your your different characters, your archetypes, like the Groot is like the Chewy and, and, and whatnot there. Um the music as we've touched upon, I didn't know all those songs. I'm not a, necessarily a music buff, but like you said, the placement of it. Now I'm like, I want to go check out these artists' other songs now. Right. So I think that's gonna help, you know, and I'm curious to see what they do with the volume two yes. in the next movie. Um my favorite character, and we've we've touched upon it before, I love um, uh, Peter Quill. Uh, what's the Chris Pratt? I loved him, and I love Parks and Rec. It's like one of my favorite comedies, like of all time. And, and him as Andy Dwyer, it's kind of like who I am. Um, and we're very similar people. Uh, but like him, uh, like you said, I think he was made for Star Lord. Um, fantastic. Um, but Dave Bautista was my favorite yes. character. Drax, um, is my favorite character in Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, and I I had no idea about the books at all. Like I, I know my a friend of mine. Um, that I work with and we talk about it. He's, you know, a couple years older than me. He's like, oh yeah, back, you know, in the eighties and uh, all the stuff. And Yondu was part of the guardians. And it was, uh, I had no idea. And I was like, I saw the movie and I loved it. So it's now it's making me go out and hunt down these old issues and stuff and try to read these old stories. Um, so that's my number one. And uh, we're going to be wrapping up shortly, but that was the final countdown. And before we wrap up though, I always like to do a little uh, audio tag. So, Thanks to my number one pick, we have a little something that goes like this. Yeah, I'll have to agree with the walking thesaurus on that one. Do not ever call me a thesaurus. It's just a metaphor, dude. His people are completely literal. Metaphors are going to go over his head. Nothing goes over my head. My reflexes are too fast. I would catch it. I'm going to die surrounded by the biggest idiots in the galaxy. (laughs) So, yeah, that's my little audio clip from my number one pick, Guardians of the Galaxy. Pelvic well, sorcery. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, you and your Footloose. Sorcery, yes. Um, Izzy, Liv, thank you so much for being here thank today. You for yeah, thank uh, you. I know we want to, pl- I've been plugging it all show, but go ahead, pl- plug your page, anything you want to add and tell the listeners where they can hear you, see you. Well, you got, you have Sweet Babylon slash Facebook.com. You have Sweet Babylon slash Bandcamp.com if you're in the music mood. If you're in a cosplay mood, why don't you go to Mr. Cosplay slash Facebook.com. And if you're in a wrestling mood, you can check out three things. You can check out the one and only Izzy Star, which is me. Or you can check out the RWA, Renegade Wrestling Alliance, or MAW, Mass Anarchy Wrestling. Both, all actually all three are on Facebook. So you can check out me wrestle or other people wrestle. Or if you want to jam out, you can check out Sweet Babylon. Or if you want to just... Hang out and say hi. Just come say hi. We're friendly. We don't bite. Liv, you have anything? You're good. KB? Uh, just this week, uh, we did a post to Facebook of the best, my picks for the best uh, comic book covers of the week. And yeah. we'll be doing that each week. So yeah, check so, that out. So basically, KB still, I, I do everything digitally uh, for the most part just because I have no room in my apartment anymore. But KB I'll run out soon. is still a you know collector. He still buys. So mm-hmm. now he's posting on our, our Facebook page for your geek. 
on Facebook uh, for your geek podcast. Yep. It's one of those things. It's we, the Facebook page. You can right find now. it. Go yep. through 59 Media. It's there. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, he's posting his favorite, his picks of the week for his covers. Yeah, and top they're, four they're, or five. They're pretty yeah. cool. They're pretty yeah, cool. So, so many variants these days. Yeah. And, so. and it's a good place to kind of like compose all that. And if you're in the mood for that, go to my website, jfreethegeek.com. Go to freeyourgeek.podbean.com. Um, we have a Twitter, uh, Free Your Geek at Twitter. Um, we have all that stuff. So hit us up, share this podcast, tell your friends, give us some feedback. Don't be a dick. Um, and <laughs> other than you're that, Superman. unless you're Superman, yeah, unless you're Superman. <laughs> hashtag Superman's a dick. Yes. So we're going to go out right now with uh, one of the songs from your first what, album, what Life is, is a Zig. Because I'm really like, because there's so many songs on there that I could think that, oh, man, he might like this song. But I'm like, I don't really know. Well. Be, being a, a geeky type of podcast and nerd stuff, like I love cartoons, and one oh. of, back in the day, I loved oh. a little a little cartoon called Scooby Doo. Kyle's gonna love you so much. So uh, let's let's and uh, Lenny's gonna hate you. <laughs> let's uh, let's listen to a little bit of that. Fuck in the van. Ow! Snack, yo, uh-oh, uh-oh. Scope a snack.
someone's gonna try to kill us with some jazz beat. still here. It's over. <laughs>